Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of How We Wrote the Book. My name is Elizabeth Hufebenene. And my name is Jomi Adegoke. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the art of a good book cover. So with Slaying Your Lane, we were very, very lucky because I would definitely say to this day, our, um, our book cover um, was iconic and it's still iconic. And I do believe it will always be iconic. Um, so before we get into uh, the kind of nitty gritty parts of like our, how our book cover came to life, um, Yomi, why is a cover design or good book cover really important um, in publishing? Um, I think, I mean, not to be cheesy, but it really goes back to that bait idiom of like judging a book by its cover. I know it's something we're not supposed to do. That's blah, what blah, I was blah, meant to but... say at the start. So thanks. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like it is something that we that we do like that, whether we like to or not, like there are definitely books that I haven't. I have probably, if I'm being frank, haven't even read <laughs> or haven't finished that I purchased because of how they looked and then obviously saw a blurb that I thought would be interesting but the covers definitely what like grabbed my attention for sure um and I think it it's it really is just the most base form of marketing like it's the immediate sell and you know um you want to be able to get across what your book is about though to be fair like we've often sort of said that slaying lane is definitely like a trojan horse because it doesn't necessarily represent what the book is about I mean it does say it's a black girl bible on the front but like it looks a lot more maybe light-hearted to be honest than it is um it's a it's a really kind of like um you know playful and like pretty cover and obviously like when you get down to it there's a lot of like nitty-gritty details and like statistics and data in it so yeah I think it's definitely a um it's definitely an important thing because to be honest I think there probably are quite a few people that bought Slain Your Lane um mm. because of the cover alone yeah um, so how do you make a cover appeal to your target audience, do you think? Um, it's a, it, Covers are hard. Like, like I don't think they're an easy thing to kind of, like, create um, at all. And I know... But I think with Staying Lane, we've had a very, very, you know, acute, good understanding of what we wanted our cover to be like. So I know as part of our brief, we wrote, like, we want it to be Instagrammable, we want colours... Um, we want like a big block color we want it to feel and I think it depends on what your title is as well I think for me and for like Slaying Your Lane Slaying Your Lane is an iconic title so it did a lot of its heavy lifting so we didn't necessarily need like to do do the most with a cover um so I think it depends sometimes you have a okay title and then you kind of play on the design so I think it it depends and that can help it become like you know if it's like okay this book is a very type like you know typography led or this book is all about a beautiful design and you're using you know the using colors in a very interesting way or you're using yeah so I would definitely say that um how you make it appeal to your audience like it, it depends on what you're trying to do for me I always want to stand out I want to do something that everybody else hasn't done before or if people it's always hard to be original anyway but if you know 
if the target audience tends to kind of like read business books and your book is a business book, then could you do something more interesting, like something that's a bit different, something that plays on, you know, a particular word in your um, in your title. So I just think it's all about like those little things that you want to exploit. Are you ex- are you trying to exploit your, how great your title is? Are you trying to play on and exploit like uh a particular kind of reference in your title um, or your subtitle. So I think for me, it's always like the smart things that I care about more in a book cover, because like you said, it's all, people judge you on that book. Like book covers are like, that's why you have coffee table books. They kind of, they can be very standalone, iconic things in themselves. Um, I notice as well, like when you're out and about, like, you know, on the train or anything like that is what, what's this book cover? What are they, what are they reading? Like you always, I always pay attention. So I always, for me, all the best book covers are you're the ones you're not afraid to kind of leave your house with and you want to sit there proudly because it says something about you. So I think for me, if I'm summing it up, how do you make it appeal to your target audience? Think about what do you want it to say about them? If they hold your book and they're on the train, what do they want the other person to say? Uh, do you know what I mean? I think that for mm. me is what thing lane kind of did in so many ways i think it's what does it say about you holding this book because brands it's like what does you wearing a particular late like you know particular like supreme top it's it's you're buying it because obviously the markup is the fact what does it say about you like is that thing about, i think you said something you, you always say this to me um about tweeting uh or retweets mm. or something mm. that that's about what um people retweet things because it's about it says something about them so even yeah. when they don't engage with the you know article they retweeted to show like if you retweet this article about something that's going on you know in syria then it shows that you're somebody who's compassionate and xyz even if you don't engage with it because we used to see it all the time in um when i used to work at like any in any newsroom really like you when we'd look at the analytics sometimes um articles that would have two thousand retweets would actually have like the highest bounce rates or like very few people actually read them because it was just more about people you know, wanting to retweet something because it showed something about them or, or inferred something about their character. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so with Staying Lane, we really wanted our book cover to be designed by a black woman. Um, and we had like a pre-existing relationship with, um, and by we, I mean like Yomi had a pre-existing relationship with um, a, a, a designer called Sharida Kafour. Yeah, and I guess, like, with Sharida, like, we'd seen her style and her artwork, and I'd sent some of her work over to Elizabeth, who really, really liked it, and felt that it was very kind of, um, like, just fresh and different. And, um, you know, so essentially, when it came to approaching her with the cover, we didn't really have that much of a set idea. I think we very much trusted Sharida, but what we were very clear about is that we just didn't want it to be cliche. You know, because when it comes to um publishing we've said before that it very much is a bandwagon industry and you know if one book cover you know in one genre does quite well then you know there is there definitely is a kind of move to like emulate that cover so um we didn't want that and we felt that when you know books are specifically often speaking to black women they have certain types of covers that we felt that you know weren't necessarily relevant to what we were trying to create with Selene Your Lane um for instance you'll, you'll often see covers that sort of have like I don't know like there is that kind of like almost you know sunshine backdrop with like a palm tree or something that's like definitely supposed to like represent like the African continent and that will be a like you know a a cover for a book that's you know around themes of blackness but you know are they even themes around like sort of you know the African continent not necessarily like there are all just these types of tropes that the publishing industry definitely um 
you know, churns out for particular types of books, especially when they're about, you know, certain things like race. Um, so we just said that we, we were very clear that we wanted it to be very modern, we wanted it to be very fresh, and we didn't want it to fall into those categories um, in terms of it being something like based on another cover. And um, yeah, she just completely delivered. Like, you know, she we even though the brief was quite broad, um, she came back with um, essentially the cover that we have now, but um, in a different colour. It was yellow because our pre-existing branding was yellow. And um, it was actually Helen our editor who I think I don't know what I think we've done a photo shoot um for the pictures in the book and it was pink us us in like Elizabeth was in red and I was in pink or there was or, or something had happened around the color pink I can't remember what exactly but it might have been at the photo shoot but um Helen our editor sort of fed back that like have you guys thought about doing I think I don't think she even fed back I think to be honest she just mocked up the cover in hot pink and said like you know yeah. I'm not sure if you guys yeah if you guys would be interested in this but I'm just showing you because I think the white font that we had didn't show up quite as well on the um you know yellow background so um she kind of said that it's something like you know that she wasn't going to push but she felt it looked better in pink I mean Elizabeth would just kind of immediately like yeah that definitely um that definitely um it fits the brand better and, and just looks amazing and pretty much that's how we ended up with the cover that we have it it wasn't huge revisions to be honest beyond what Sharida sent it was slightly different but um what she sent initially very much kind of spoke to the heart of our brand and just looked incredible and very and very striking which is what we wanted yeah and I think that ultimately it is a kind of like um relate partnership with you and you the publisher so yes you have to be very like it depends on how everybody's quite very different so I know all some authors who um they don't really have they're very much very cool with what the publisher kind of puts forward as like this is what we're thinking but I think our approach is very was very much hands-on with designing all the covers that we've had so far so in terms of settling on things like color font imagery um you can make it as collaborative as possible and I think it's just about communicating that with your uh editor and your the team because they're going to have their um their kind of opinions on why this particular thing works better than something else due to like what Yomi said around like like you know it's easier to easy easier to read or like this oh this has been done already so you can I think it's definitely a collaborative process but it's as it's as collaborative as you as you want it to be because it's you know it's your book at the end of the day it's always going to be your name so if you then if you genuinely do not like it like that's going to definitely like impact on like how you feel about your book and you know you don't want to write something that you really are really proud of and then look at the front cover and like despise it or not feel proud of it so um I would always advise to have some sort of opinion um um and and have some sort of like uh involvement uh because at the end of the day like you're the person that will be stuck with it forever essentially um so yeah So that brings us to the end of today's episode. And in the next episode, we'll be looking at promoting and marketing your book. So till then, bye. See you next time. See ya. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.